0: and nutrition counselor, and today you will walk away from this episode with some tools to help improve your health. Because around here, we believe that you are not defined by your family health history. You can enhance your DNA and leave a new legacy of wellness for your family. If you are ready to take control of your health and win back the confidence that comes from knowing that each day you are preventing the illnesses that run in your family, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Prevention podcast. If you are new around here, my name is Bailey. I am a nutritional scientist and nutrition counselor, and I help people just like you that have a family history of chronic conditions like cancer, diabetes, heart disease, inflammation, autoimmune conditions, I help you learn about your DNA and what your genetic risk says so that you can really find some freedom in your lifestyle, but also have confidence that the foods you're eating are nourishing your body in order to prevent those diseases. Today, we are talking about insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes because they are very commonly misunderstood. What do I mean by that? Now, all too often, I hear type 2 diabetes and insulin resistance referred to as something that only happens to people who are overweight or obese, something that only happens to people that eat a ton of sugar or a ton of carbs, and that the only solution that works is cutting out carbs doing a low-carb or keto diet, and that's simply not what the science says about insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes. So what do we know about these two conditions? Number one, insulin resistance is typically a precursor to type 2 diabetes. So most commonly, the course will go insulin resistance, then what we call pre-diabetes, which is really just on the borderline of having diabetes and not having diabetes. It's almost like that truly increased risk situation, and then that final stage is going to be type 2 diabetes. Now, the next thing we know about diabetes as a whole is that type 2 diabetes does not have to be a forever diagnosis. Type 2 diabetes most commonly occurs a little bit later in life, and it typically occurs with some lifestyle changes or realistically the lack thereof. So if you have grown up and then grown into adulthood following the same type of lifestyle choices that include lots of fast food, lots of highly processed foods, potentially having dessert every single evening, really highly sugary things right before you go to bed. Those are some of the things that just have typically fit into your life, growing up, creating your own lifestyle. Those are some of those things that tend to lead to the development of type 2 diabetes. Now, what you need to know is that you really have to have type 2 diabetes for quite some time before your pancreas, the organ that is really responsible for, Insulin, type 2 diabetes, we'll get there in a second. But you have to have type 2 diabetes for quite some time for your pancreas to become damaged enough that you cannot survive and thrive without insulin. There will come a point where if you continue making the same lifestyle choices, if you depend on insulin and don't necessarily make any healthy choices to improve your outcome, Your pancreas will become damaged and then you will become insulin dependent. So, some people may know type one versus type two diabetes, type one being the insulin dependent, because that is a genetic condition. Your pancreas is already in a state where it cannot survive, it cannot thrive without insulin. So, those are two completely different scenarios that we're really discussing here. And what that means for you is if you do come to an insulin resistant pre-diabetes or type two diabetes diagnosis, at some point in your life, there's still hope. The real value here is that you still have a lot of control over what that diagnosis looks like in five, 10, 15, 20 years. Now, the third thing we know about insulin resistance and type two diabetes is that it is a metabolic condition metabolic conditions do for the most part rely on your carbohydrate intake, your sugar intake. What you need to know here, this is potentially the game changing piece is that it is the quality and not always the quantity of the carbohydrates that you're eating. Now, if you have a strictly carbohydrate diet and you are eating little to no protein, little to no fiber, little to no heart healthy fat throughout the day, all day, every day, yes, then it would come down to the quantity of the carbohydrates that you're eating. But realistically, looking at the average person that develops type two diabetes, it comes down to the quality of carbohydrates, not the quantity. I cannot tell you how many clients I have seen that have been diagnosed with prediabetes or insulin resistance. And they're absolutely shocked because they did the healthy things, right? They aren't overweight. They work out regularly, but they often indulge in dessert every night after the kids go to bed. They're often reaching for things in the pantry right before they head upstairs. They're choosing the quote unquote diet option of specific foods those low calorie options that fit into your diet, maybe even the low carbohydrate options, they may not be doing exactly what you want them to do. So when we get into this conversation, it's incredibly important to look at what are your goals? If your goal is simply to lose weight, to lose fat, you may put yourself at a greater risk of developing type two diabetes. The reason that I say that is because you are likely going to choose lower carbohydrate, lower calorie options. And that may not be what your body, what your genetics really work best with. Your genetics, we always say around here, your genetics are a comma, not a period. And what that means is that you have a lot of control. Think about it like a puzzle, a 1000 piece puzzle. Your genetics truly account for about five of those pieces. Now, maybe they are the corner pieces. Maybe they're right in the center. The idea here is that your genetics are not the rest of the pieces in the puzzle that make the picture, but the picture is not complete without those pieces that make up your genetics, right? You follow my drift here? So if you want that full, complete picture of living to 80 years old and feeling really good, getting up and down the stairs with no problem, being able to play with your grandkids without having to take five days of rest afterwards, heck, even being 95 years old and not having to take any medications, if that is your goal, then the quality of the food is going to be number one priority for you. So let's break it down the the quality situation here. What are we really talking about? This whole episode was inspired by a post made by my friend Dylan Murphy. She is a registered dietitian that works with people um, really wanting to find food freedom that may have, you know struggled with an eating disorder in the past. And she posted this graphic talking about how sugar is sugar. And scientifically, Sugar breaks down into a monosaccharide or a disaccharide. Those sugars, the monosaccharides, the disaccharides, are present in cookies, cake, ice cream. They're also present in potatoes, pasta, rice. They're also present in spinach, peppers, beets. These sugars are the building blocks of your energy. Now, what happens behind the scene? Because we know that sugar is sugar, right? And what that really means is that all of those foods fit because your body needs sugar in order to survive. Your brain cannot function properly without carbohydrates, without sugar. We have had this conversation. What it really comes down to is what else is added into those foods. So let's be fully transparent. I love ice cream. I keep ice cream in my freezer at all times because when I want it, I'm gonna have it. That's not every day. I keep cookies in the pantry because when I want them, I'm going to have them. Sometimes I have it with breakfast, sometimes it's with lunch, sometimes it's for a snack, sometimes it's after dinner for dessert. Not every day looks the same and this is the goal that you want to be working toward if you are trying to prevent type two diabetes and insulin resistance. So insulin resistance that develops into type 2 diabetes occurs because of a chronic overuse of insulin. Have you ever worked out really hard and been incredibly sore the next day, but then after a month of working out consistently, you do the same workout and you are not as sore as the very first time you did it? Remember that feeling? that's similar to what happens inside of your body when we're talking about insulin resistance. When your body gets a lot of sugar, it's going to release a lot of insulin to help bring your blood glucose levels down. Insulin kind of acts like a key in the door to open up your cells, to allow them to take in the glucose they need and then get rid of anything else. If you have too much insulin because you are constantly overeating sugary foods, overeating carbohydrate-heavy foods, that is when your body starts to become resistant to the influence of insulin. Okay? So the chronic overuse of insulin makes your body not have a response to it. Just like if you were to constantly work out the same muscles... They would not be so sore every time you work out. One of these situations is obviously a bit more problematic than the other one, right? You want your body to be insulin sensitive so that when you do eat sugar, your body knows exactly what to do. It knows exactly how much insulin to dispense. And this is what prevents the blood sugar spikes and crashes that make you crash after you have a lot of sugar. Now, hopefully your wheels are turning. These things are starting to kind of click into place for you in your brain. So to recap, what you want in order to prevent insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes is to have your body have the proper response to consuming sugary foods. Your body knows what to do. Sugar is not the devil. Sugar does not cause cancer. Sugar, realistically, does not cause type 2 diabetes. There are a whole bunch of other factors, including exercise, your body fat percentage, which is a huge reason why skinny people can and do develop insulin resistance to type 2 diabetes. It's not necessarily about your size. It's about your body composition. And your genetics, of course, lots of other things, fluid. I mean, there are so many factors that are at play here. What you really need to know is that your body can at any point improve its insulin sensitivity so that you can prevent or even potentially reverse the effects of insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. One of the simplest ways to do this is to add more fiber. Fiber and sugar really are best friends. They kind of link up, grab arms, and they go through your body together. They go on this adventure throughout your body and that fiber helps get the sugar where it needs to go, especially if that means it needs to get out of your body to bring your blood sugar levels back to normal. How much fiber really depends on your body. And then looking at what does this look like, breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, every day looks different based on your lifestyle choices, your potential allergies and your food likes and dislikes. The way to prevent insulin resistance and type two diabetes is not eating boiled chicken and broccoli every single day. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to get sick and tired of it. And the reality is that you'll likely binge on those sugary foods later in the evening, setting your body up for the same cycle day after day. Now, if you're looking for a really sustainable way to incorporate more fiber in a way that feels really good for your body so that you can prevent that process of insulin resistance, pre-diabetes, type two diabetes, this is what we do inside of Food Fights Diabetes. It is really a foundational course, and it teaches you how to build a proper meal, how to incorporate the right lifestyle choices so that you are spending your time, energy, and money on the things that are going to get you to your goal, which is staying out of that insulin resistant range. These are truly foundational tools that work for most people. With that genetic factor of developing diabetes. So, if your family, your grandparents, aunts, uncles, parents have or had type 2 diabetes, this is going to be the place for you. If you currently have an insulin resistance, pre diabetes, or type 2 diabetes diagnosis, this is going to be the first step for you. When you are inside of the bubble, It's really hard to see what needs to be done. Everything feels very urgent. And while that is the case, what is important in this time is doing the most effective actions. Spoiler alert, one of those most effective actions is not cutting out carbs or having a really low sugar diet. what you learn inside of Food Fights Diabetes are those first most important steps to start taking. And then after you have the foundation laid, you can go one step further and find out what exactly needs to be tweaked for you so that you can not only come out of that insulin resistant or diabetic state, but you can reverse the clock, so to speak. You can start to drop the weight. You can start to increase your muscle mass and really have more energy than you've had since you were 20 years old. The reason that we are as a society moving toward insulin resistance, type two diabetes is because if you grew up in the last several decades you've been exposed to so much diet culture that tells us don't eat sugar, you know, do this, go low fat, go low carb. And that's not really utilizing your body's processes. Your body knows what to do with sugar. Cutting it out entirely is not training that muscle that's going to make your insulin sensitivity stronger. Think of working with a nutrition counselor, a lot like working with a personal trainer to build your biceps. If you want to build bigger arm muscles, that personal trainer is not going to tell you to do squats every day. They're going to give you the specific tools that work for that one goal so that you can accomplish the goal and then move on to the next step that is right for you. These are one size fit all approaches, the cutting carbs, the keto diet. It does work for some people. It is the right next step for some people but you are not some people. You are you and you are special. And that deserves to have a whole lot of time and care and mental energy put into it. But the good news is that it doesn't have to be your mental energy. As a nutrition counselor, I have done a lot of research, a lot of studying, a lot of working with people that are in your same boat so that I can help you just take that first step. The first step is the hardest and it becomes a lot easier a lot more manageable when you have someone going alongside you now it is the time you can sign up for the last round of food fights diabetes today this is going to be the last round for this year and it rounds out our first year of food fights courses What that means for you is that you're going to get a couple of special bonuses if you sign up before December. Good news is, as this drops, it is the beginning of November. You have a fresh start, a full month to get these bonuses and special deals so that you can really go into the holiday season, go into 2023 with momentum under your belt. So instead of waking up on January 1st, and deciding today is day one, I need to lose 10 pounds. I really wanna have more energy to be able to play with my kids when I get home from work. You can have that energy by January 1st, if you sign up now. So instead you wake up on January 1st and you decide, man, I feel so good. I think it's time to kick it up to the next notch. I'm gonna go ahead and start this next training program for my exercise. I'm gonna go ahead and start incorporating walks. As a family, we're gonna start cooking meals together. You are going to have more mental space to take the next step in your health journey by getting started now, instead of waiting until everyone else is ready to go on January 1st. If you have any questions or you wanna save time and make sure this is a good fit for you, go ahead and reach out. All of my contact information is in the show notes below or send me a DM. Your time is now and you deserve this. Realistically, what you're doing when you decide to take that next step is creating a new legacy of health for your family. So instead of saying diabetes runs in my family, you can now tell your kids, hey, diabetes is something we need to be really mindful of and these are the life tools that you can have so that you never know a world with diabetes, or you never know what it's like to lose someone that you love to diabetes. That is a reality for you. It is a possibility for you. This is the perfect time to get started. The holidays might feel like they are forever away still, but when you start early, you will go into those holidays with the tools that you need to be focused and confident on your goals, so that you can enjoy them more. You can be more present. You can enjoy your favorite foods without feeling like a stuffed turkey after dinner. If you have any questions on insulin resistance, prediabetes, diabetes, diabetes, let me know. Again, contact information is in the show notes. Uh, It was so fun to hang out with you today and talk specifically about This go ahead and give Dylan a follow as well. She shares some really fun content and it really gets your brain thinking. She got my wheels turning today about how to flip the narrative around insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. Because what you really need to know from all of this episode is that you have control. You have power over what your health looks like years from now. And it starts with the decisions that you make today. Thanks so much for hanging out today. I will see you back here in just a couple weeks for the next episode of the Pursuit of Prevention podcast. Thank you for being a part of this conversation today. By sharing with just one friend, you are not only showing the people that you love, that you care about them, but you are helping this message that healthy does not have to be so hard reach hundreds of other people be sure to check out the show notes and visit www.bewellhwc.com for more information and to subscribe to the show so that you get notified every time there is a new episode available for you to learn more health tips and help you achieve your healthiest self. I cannot wait to sit down and chat with you again so soon. Until then, stay well.